today is our special super spooky space throne of games. It's our super space with a spooky theme, obviously, because today is Halloween. Hello, everybody. I was hoping to be able to play the spooky theme. I've got a spooky theme. Uh, no, cough on it. There was a spooky music playing when I was accidentally the host today. For, so oh, really? For, for, you, for those of you joining, I logged in and I accidentally stole the hosting from our hostess with the mostess. And um, and I had music playing and everything. And it was it, it actually sounded to me a little bit like uh, like a um, a eight bit version of the Halloween theme song. Is that you playing? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the music I put together for the um, the zombie video which went live today. I'll, I'll stop that. Anyway, uh, I, 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 I had fun making that. That's brilliant. Are we going to announce the winner of the zombie contest, or have we done that already? Uh, I think there's a few days left on that. Oh, okay. Never mind. Because we, I think it only went live. Uh, in fact, let me uh, let me get verification. Yeah. There you might. There you might. On mute. Anyway, uh, welcome again. Uh, it's uh, three minutes past two o'clock UTC, which is now in sync with two o'clock GMT as well. Thanks to British summertime ending. And welcome everybody to the throne of games, Halloween, spooky, super space. <laughs> guys, you guys are awesome. Thank you everybody for joining us today. We've got, we've got armor x we've got micro pets do we still have keep cats did keep cats have to drop out at the last minute i cannot recall the uh, so we in the uk as everybody probably knows and same with you europe um the we have to put the clocks back and obviously that's put an extra hour on top of uh all jtc's uh time i think he would be joining if it was a one o'clock in the morning but 2 a.m for him is uh just getting a little oh, oh, I'm very sad about that. That's okay. So, JTC, obviously, obviously, as you can guess, is in Australia. But that's okay. I mean, we still got, we've got Ryan from Armor X, and we've got Thingy from Micropets. We've got, who's from Micropets? Uh, Social, Social Moses. Social Moses, that's it. Social Moses, that is awesome. Park the Red Sea and call me special. Thank you very much, guys. Housekeeping. We got to do some housekeeping. Right. Welcome to episode 26. Yes? It is yeah, 26. I did correctly. Okay, so 26. That's <laughs> the throne of games. As you can hear, I have a tiny bit of a head cold. I apologize if I'm not on my A game. I am Matthew Nagy. I am the lead designer and chief economist of Time Raiders. And I have got my two co-hosts. I've got John Reed, who's our chief spooky orifice on Time Raiders. Yeah. And we've got Tom Brown, who is the QA lead of Time Raiders and head tutor for you Topia Game Labs Academy. Tom, you want to tell people about that? As they are our sponsors, we should give them a little say. Uh, yes. Oh, hello, everyone. Thank you, Matt. Uh, good to see you all. Uh, yes, uh, Utopian Game Labs Academy. It's uh, a fully online course uh, on how you can learn to test video games uh, as a career. And this week only, the first 30 people that use the code PUMPKIN 
at ugla.uk will get 50 pounds off of the course. that's brilliant we did miss a trick it should have been the 30 the 31 people as it is the 35th. Oh, oh, really? We well, oh, there's always one. Yes. Yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. And yeah, that is good. why you are the chief spooky orifice, because you think of things like that. Thank you very much. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna ask you to repeat what you called me before. <laughs> I, I, I felt. What you call me? Glance. I glossed over it too quickly. Yes. Thank you for being our. That was. I'm, 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 I'm on form with that one today. So yes. Anyway, that's that's the best one in weeks. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I actually thought about it this time. So, um, guys, thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for joining oh. us. Thank you for coming and having fun with us and listening to our banter. Um, we thank you, especially to Time Raiders, who are the sponsors of this program. Thank you, Time Raiders, the greatest treasure hunt across all space and time. Right. Bit of housekeeping. housekeeping. Please remember to share the love by liking, replying, and spooking and retweeting the show. Let everyone know that Elon's big new X is really a big kiss. We'll add that in afterwards. Right. And you can find Time Raiders, our our, our hosts. So that's zombie Yeah, that was a zombie kiss. You can find <laughs> you can find Time Raiders through our link tree slash time raiders and it's got everything in there so just go link tree slash time raiders if you want to be a, if you want to subscribe to the podcast version of this twitter space throne of games it's link tree throne of games and you can you, from there you can you can subscribe to any of the podcasts and oh, please share them as well and you can subscribe because we, we are on spotify apple google deezer amazon and now splitcha splitcha the comedy podcast platform splitcha sides laughing or is it the new halloween podcast platform hosted by dj Voorhees and mc michael myers <laughs> not to be confused with mike myers no no mike myers were hurt no that, that's a different kind of yeah, that's a different kind so this week our guests guys We've got Ryan from Armor X. Say hello, Ryan. Hello, hello. How are we all today? <laughs> and we've got Social Moses from Micro Pets. Say hello. Hey, what's up, guys? It's uh, take the eye out of social. I'm from Southern California, so it's SoCal Moses. SoCal, no. SoCal. Oh, <laughs> you know what? My bad. I bet you that that was an autocorrect. I, it, it is. It, it is. Totally I, I've gotten that so many times. So I I like That's social very Moses kind of though. Social Moses is cool too. Anyway, yeah, that one's cool. SoCal Moses, that's brilliant. Um, before we uh, go into the little news segment, we introduce you guys because we'd like you guys to join in and comment on the news with us and and uh, just have some fun. So Ryan, can you give us the uh, give us the elevator pitch for who you are and what Armor X is? I know we've had you before, but we may have some new listeners. No, no, fine. We can go again. You know, it's usually a few listeners on now, but then later on, people re-listen to it, and I think we get a few thousand, which is always nice. Um, yeah, what is Armor X? So Armor X is a second IP from Triumph Games, um, and basically we're a mixture of Gundam uh, and Monster Hunter. So if you imagine both got together and smushed together and made a baby, um, Armor X would be the baby that you receive. <laughs> so we, we literally uh, open world instanced game so don't confuse us for an mmo that's not what we are 
Um, and our plan basically is to create a fun player environment for everyone who owns an NFT or doesn't own an NFT. In the beginning, we're going to be testing the game solely for NFT players, um, but eventually we'll move to a Web 2.5 model. Um, but yeah, just expect fun. You know, the main thing is you're going to be running about with giant swords or guns, dodging, um, doing backflips, just staying out of the way of damage. Um, <laughs> sorry, people in Discord are making me laugh, <laughs> saying that I'm I'm so British, it's crazy. <laughs> so yeah, I, apparently I have to say a bottle of water as well. So you know, the 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 mid is do it. Say sorry, it, man. It just happened. Bottle of water. Bottle of water. Yeah, all right. That's good. Bottle of water. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, moving on, moving on. Oh, we got some 100% in chat. Nice, nice. Throw some hands, guys. Throw some hands. <laughs> Thank you, Irish Dave. Um, but yeah, we just want to make something fun for everyone. And the thing is, the game will grow with the audience. Um, so everyone who's in here early, I can see some people who are already here anyway. Um, yeah, so you, you decide which way the game goes. Just don't get too stupid with it. You know, we don't want like crazy stuff like zombie strippers or... But yeah, moving on. Let someone else speak. Which reminds me, I had an idea for Time Raiders. Anyway, right. <laughs> SoCal Moses, come on. SoCal, now I get it. Yeah, it's great. Moses, can you tell us a bit, give us a little intro to you and MicroPets, please? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, our, our project is MicroPets, and I'm happy to be speaking on, on the behalf of, of the team. And, you know, we have a complete ecosystem that features a runner game and so you guys are going to get to hear a little bit more extensively about our runner game um a little later but uh but yeah you know we've got six competitive levels that keep increasing in speed and uh very challenging you can actually it's a play to earn game and you know we've got two dnfts that tie in with the game and where you can earn more and it just it becomes fun it's it's got a real cool fun feature to it and you know i'm excited to keep uh keep talking more about it um and just give you guys a little bit of teaser of uh of what uh, we have coming up yeah brilliant so oh, good well we will get more into that we do like to do a little bit of game news for everybody because it's always stimulates some conversation so let's do the game news and then we can get more into the games themselves Right, um, my lovely co-host with the long blonde hair, Chief Orifice, please. Although not so long blonde hair anymore, it was never that blonde. No, no. Were you more of a you're more of a ginger, weren't you? No, no, no. just mousy, mousy brown. But, but I did I did dye it purple. Once. Oh, there you go. Or maybe twice. Very nice. Yeah. I was a student you punk. Time. I think I was allowed. You're a punk. Right, go <laughs> punk. Tell me. Give us the news. Anyway, okay. So I've got a few bits and pieces that have come up on the on the Nintendo front and a couple of other items. So let's start. So Mario Brothers Wonder was released uh, just over a week ago. Apparently it became the fastest selling Mario Brothers game in Europe. Um, and I believe also in Japan. Um, shifting over 668 units within the first week. Wow. Which is pretty impressive. Um, yeah, I think it's, uh, yeah. Anyway, so pretty good. Uh, have you got your copy yet, Matt? 
Uh, no, not yet. I am. I'm waiting. I'm going to get it for the kids for Christmas because, because frankly, they kind of have everything in the world that they could want. So if I could split one video game between the four of them, I think I'll, that will be like a, a major coup. Well, if you buy the hard copy, you give one of them the case and the other one the cartridge. Oh, and I could take the, the flap out and give it to the fourth one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And the other one can have the receipt. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Fantastic. And the other one can have the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, that's brilliant. Just scraping the barrel here. A bit. Uh, okay. Spreading uh, also, spreading, spreading, spreading the bits. I don't know that I came out. No, well. yes. Actually, oh, yes. That, that was not what I meant to say. <laughs> oh, dear. Now we're back to Zombie Stripper as well, then. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's not particularly family friendly. Uh, sorry, I can't, you can't say strippers, can you? It's Spicy Dancers. I forgot yeah, about that. Um, spicy I'm Dancers. Sorry. Okay, I'll remember that yes. later. <laughs> <laughs> That's one for this evening. Um, anyway, Spicy Dancers. Okie dokie. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Moving very swiftly on. Sorry, I found myself in a in a, in a hole there. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, still on Nintendo. Nintendo, there's a patent been revealed. Uh, a dual screen version, or, or at least it looks like a dual screen version of the Switch. So, uh, it looks like maybe Nintendo are heading back towards the old um, uh, Game Boy DS sort of screen design. Yeah. Um, it's also suggested that it's a detachable screen, um, possibly for you know, improved multiplayer game, but certainly a a new new gimmick they're bringing to the table so last i think it was last week or the week before um there was a a, a patent discovered about a, a pressure sensitive screen so it looks like maybe pressure sensitive and a dual screen i mean, we really are heading back to the ds wow, days, that we? really does sound like it but if it's a ds with the power of what playstation four five or at least four I mean, that's going to be da pretty damn impressive. Yeah, that would be very, very interesting. Like, let's see. Good. Let's see how you do, Nintendo. Come on. Yeah. Mm. Pretty exciting stuff. Still waiting for that March date. They reckon, I think somebody put a, yeah, a pin in March 24th or the 24th of March 24th. Right. Well, we'll see. Um, yeah. Now, Nintendo clearly talking about the Switch 2 in some respects or, or other because they've actually promised that the Switch switch sorry the move the transition to switch two uh they're saying it's going to be a much smoother transition than it has been on any other console because of course they have their online accounts which seem to be working a lot better than any facilities they've had before so that's pretty exciting so that's the nintendo yeah. bit uh resident evil village is now playable on apple selected apple devices i imagine just on the latest iphone perhaps and latest um ipad there's a free trial available for anybody interested, and that's on the App Store as we speak. Resident so that's Evil pretty, uh, Village. That's the Halloween bit. Resident Evil Village. Yeah. What, like, so that's number eight, isn't it? So, uh, okay, right, okay. So it's not, it's not that, it's not that they've made like a, a a social world for us to wander around in where we can chat with each other and kill zombies together. It's, it's that's not what it is. Like, come on, no. that, come on, that's no. that's hilarious. That would be so funny. Come on, Ryan, back, Ryan, back hit me up. I, That'd I, be hilarious, right? <laughs> yeah, I find it pretty funny. I find the other thing funny as well is that they're calling it Switch Two. Is that just because it's got two screens? Oh, I can't work oh, it out. Oh, I, I, I just glossed over that completely. I can't believe that. I didn't see that myself. 
God, oh. it's not going to be more processing power, is it, really? No, because they're going to split it between two. Maybe, yeah, maybe two CPUs. It, it is going to be more processing power. It's going to be more powerful chips. Um, well, I the, think Mortal Kombat with the test, really. I don't know if you guys saw the, uh, the the Mortal Kombat preview on the Switch for a $70 game. Um, yeah, oh, on pretty, the current Switch? Yeah. Oh, was it was it quite um, glitchy by comparison to the other consoles? A little bit eye-popping, to be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have a look or when you get that just the, uh, Or was that just the death, uh, death move? Uh, you'll see. Fatality. If, if you have a look oh, at it, you'll see. I think it's now a reporting issue, but I think they fixed <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, a very low render. Um, to the point that we're different. All right, well, we'll have to... But no, we'll yeah, yeah Matt, I back, I, back, I back you up, Matt. I back you up. <laughs> A Resident Evil Village. Resident Evil Village. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, as you say, you know, so, social interaction, going out, you yeah. know, staking. I oh, know that would be a vampire, but, but even so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> groups of you going out. I mean, yeah, I let just take PlayStation Home and and uh, and uh, have a few uh, opportunities to to pop a few zombies here. Yeah, and there. exactly. I miss PlayStation Home so much. Yeah, PlayStation Home were really cool. It, it was. I've played so many of the Resident Evils. I've completed them. And my, my proudest moment is one hour, 40 minutes for Resident Evil 2. Pretty pleased with that. Um, <laughs> wow. But yeah, I'm I pretty pleased with that. Hold up. What were you playing on? Because <laughs> you obviously didn't have to worry about the loading times as you walk through each bloody door. No, you're on PlayStation. So all you do is you open the, the cover and then close the cover and it skips cutscenes. Really? Yeah, they used what, to the work original PlayStation. Fantasy. Yeah, and he used to work Final Fantasy as well. The only way he couldn't do it is if you were trying to get uh, an American or um, Japanese disc to work, because you have to get the. I don't know why they spin faster, so you have to like swap the discs from a standard disc to a, another disc when it's double spinning. It was like a disc swapping trick that you could do, because I had quite a few Japanese and yeah, I had quite a few rare imports. Stuff yeah. like Front Mission, um, Persona, uh, Parasite Eve, just stuff that were, were hard to get hold of. Oh, the original Dino Crisis as well. Another brilliant yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. I liked Dino Crisis very much, though. So, yeah, <clears throat> I played it on the, uh, the arcades way back when there were still proper arcades and cinemas mm. and stuff. My God. <laughs> but I'm not as old. Anyway. Moving swiftly <laughs> along. <laughs> and on that note, um, yeah, uh, just a, a last note on here. I've got, uh, so Gaming Tokens Gala, Axie Infinity, eight coin experiencing significant gains. Apparently Gala's been rising or has risen by 42%. Uh, Axis has jumped 28, eight coin 20. So, Maybe we really are coming out of the, uh, the bear market. It could be. It could be. It could also just be that Bitcoin went up and it dragged everything up with it. But still, you know, we'd like a little bit of optimism. I'd love to see. Still sounds like a sign yeah, to me. Yeah, I'd love it to be, you know, up, October ends at midnight, you know. And uh, up to- so mm, it'd be great. Yeah, it'd be great if everything keeps going. Bull, 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 bull. Well, if you think about where the market is currently, the main reason it's so high is because BlackRock are uh, listing the ETFs. Um, So Bitcoin ETF were listed very briefly. It were taken off and then relisted again. 
um so yeah like people were like you know when you do a mexican wave and you don't know whether to put your hands up or not that's kind of how it was for bitcoin with me <laughs> i wasn't sure whether i needed to stand up and do it or you know just sit back and but you're going to join in aren't you that's how it yeah, is yeah exactly <laughs> exactly go right you if you've missed it the first time the beautiful beauty of a mexican wave in a stadium is it comes around again just join in next time it's good hey you get more yeah, practice exactly. so all good and of course as it is halloween we must finish with something scary in the news so and what is the scariness I, that we have the scariness i to be fair you, you've kind of picked it up a little bit actually it's really just a question of everybody's opinion of where we're at with unity so obviously we've we've had the ups and downs um in fact on the last super space we were talking about the unity debacle i think it literally just kicked off that week yeah, it did. yeah. um so there was the payment up excuse me the the payment process update where every install was going to cost cost the uh, developer um obviously that upset the community massively as you'd expect and then of course they tried to rectify this there's mistakes uh but also in the same process they pretty much booted their ceo out so uh now it's it's been a few weeks um how does everybody feel about uh unity you uh I feel you know better about Unity than what I do about Blizzard, if I'm honest with you. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. But um, I don't know. I think it was kind of a pivot. I don't know if you guys agree with that, but it felt like, you know, a big pivot were actually done. Like they said, oh, yeah, everyone's going to get charged. And they were like, oh, only, only some people will get charged. So, yeah, I don't know how you guys feel about it. Because obviously your game's, you know, Time Raises is on Unity. It is. Um, Battle Rising on Unity mm-hmm. too. I feel I feel safe building on Unreal. Yeah. At first, I was like, oh, I know building on Unreal yeah. Engine. Should we build yeah, so it right on mobile friendly? Luck of the draw. What, what about yourself, Moses? Where's Moses? Where's he gone? Hold oh, there you are. All right, I'm Hi. getting I'm getting you guys rugging a little bit with um, the voice coming in and out on my end. Um, I'm not sure if it's me or or you guys, but I heard Moses, so I chimed oh. in. <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, we were just talking about Unity. Are you are you using Unity on MicroPets? Uh, no, no, we're not using Unity. Um, our our runner game is actually um, uh, made by Cubics. I don't know if you guys are familiar oh, right. with Cubics. Okay, um, but yeah, so there right now we're we're actually in a in a revamp stage. Um, we actually took over um, the project's been around. We just uh, celebrated our second uh, year anniversary, and um, we we basically took over the project uh, from the previous owner uh, about four months ago, and so we've been doing a complete reengineering uh, of the of the entire project, and with the runner game in, in specific, um, that's our our next phase right now to um, revamp, and you know we have a complete separate uh, D app that is runs. Uh, and operates the runner game, which includes a really cool utility of the magic chest. But uh, but yeah, it's all it's all engineered and orchestrated by Cubix, um, w- which is really cool um, because they're they're such a big company that uh, you know they they make sure that everything is streamlined and you know we don't get any bugs or glitches, you know as best as possible. You know nobody can ever you know um, oh, yeah. completely get rid of that. But you know so there's always updates and things required. But uh, but that's that's what we use. Right. So no opinion on the, all the nonsense that's happened with Unity. 
you guys aren't using it. So that's right, that's, right. So that yeah, I'm I'm listening. Yeah, yeah. yeah so For, if, well, that means like no Pete, your nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, you know, yeah. he's using a completely different technology. Then that's fair enough, you know. But um, how do we feel about you? That's good, now, though, guys. You know, those of us who are using it, what do we think? Are we all right? Are we happy with the, we think it's going to go back to normal? Or, yeah. Pivot, of, pivot, pivot. They have, let's face it. I mean, they really have. But, oh, you, you mean you should, mean, we should pivot? Pivot, like you. We should pivot from Unity. Yeah. Well, I mean, do, do you know what? It, it's, it's a conversation that we've had, and I know other developers on Unity have had it, especially after, you know, whatever it was, yeah. August, the whatever. And, and of course, it really does depend on how much effort and how much work's got into the product. Yeah. And if you feel that you've still got enough time and it's not going to affect the, you know, the users and, and the workload, mm-hmm. then, you know, may, maybe it's a perfect opportunity to, to jump ship. That's, you know, maybe. Um, it's certainly, you know, certainly got everybody worried when, when they kicked off with the, uh, you know, Every install's got a cost, yeah, um, and makes for some very unhealthy competition potentially with the the idea of anybody be able, be able to set up a, a bot that will just constantly install and install, deinstall, install that would cost yeah. people thousands over seconds. You know, it's just madness. Yeah. Um, so this, this is why difficult. pre-installations are so important. You know, when you actually come to new global releases, the first thing they do is they offer a pre-installation. Um, and basically, if someone takes that pre-installation, they're rewarded for the pre-installation. So if there's 100,000 people who sign up, there might be a big prize for 100,000, 200,000, all the way to a million downloads. Um, because it's pre-installed on the game, so as soon as the game is ready and playable, it'll be downloaded to that person's device. So that's an incentive for both developers um, as well as players, really, so they can get in on the action very early. Um, because there's so many games out there now that have like microtransactions, all this crazy stuff. Um, so NFTs, to be honest with you, or digital collectibles, as I prefer to call them, um, it basically means that you know people are actually owning their assets. So in the future, let's say that a game starts out and it's a turn-based battler, or it's uh, you know a war game like a MOBA. There's nothing saying in the future that the same assets can't be used in an MMORPG. Um, for those who don't know, MMORPGs cost millions to make. Like even just running oh, the yeah. server alone at like two to three million a year, that's a conservative estimate as well. It depends on what servers they are. Um, but yeah, it, it just scales really quickly. So if if someone's telling you that they're looking to make an MMO in the space, they probably could be doing it. But I think that you know you're going to experience a lot of latency because there's no server optimization until you know you spend the millions of pounds. Um, to actually set up in these global data centers. So I think conservatively, you know, the best kind of games you can play right now as play and earn would be turn-based battlers, mobile games like Time Raiders 2. Um, they're probably your best bets, and then more of the browser and idle games. Um, that's kind of where Web3 is at the moment. You know, it's Atari versus PlayStation. That's the way I look at it. We're at, we're at the Atari stage. We're at the birth of Web3 um, and Web 2.5. Um, and where we go from here... You know, this is when things are starting rocketing because games have been building for two or three years now. You're about to see the fruit of all their labor. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You're you're absolutely right. When people got on board with the Web3, you're you're right. Any, Mm. you know, there's, there was going to always going to be the 
the games that are already sort of pre-packaged and oh web 3's come along hey that's a great addition great we can we can bolt that in but the those games where they're much more inclusive of web 3 you're right it's gonna it will have taken a couple of years we all know that game development's not quick of course no, it's not yeah. um and and when it is you get to see things like shall i say it? yep yeah the rise of kong's a very good example it's clearly you know okay they, they had a license and they probably the license was probably going to revoke over a certain period of time and they mm -hmm. clearly made a very quick build of the game and unfortunately it's I, I don't know if you have any of you seen any of the footage or gameplay of rise of kong that was released oh yeah that game is absolutely that. horrendous it's a playstation 2 game has way better graphics and it's been compared to being worse than Gollum. So for those of you who don't know what Gollum is, Gollum <laughs> is literally the biggest piece of garbage you've ever seen based on the Lord of Rings IP. Um, and then Kong is, you know, it's one better. Um, if, you, if you don't have time now, Google it. It might be worth playing it for content and memes. That's literally why people are downloading it. I think they literally had about 19 people play at one point uh, on the store. So yeah, I think that would peak. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's, it's shocking. It is. It is absolutely shocking. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's comically funny though. It becomes cult. That's the issue, you know, because it's so bad. It's become cult. But the people who are actually making these games, they built like the, you know, the like B Tech. I don't know if people know what B Tech is, but it's like you know, um, a little community bit more masters kind of. Yeah, kind yeah, of. For, community for America, college, it's yeah. community college. Yeah, um, so rather you're, than building you're right. it, <laughs> uh, it's probably really unfair with regards to. To, to, to uh, grouping up the developers like that because unfortunately we we know around the time when the project would have been awarded to the developers and working back including um all the all the console sign-offs and, and everything else that they've got to get all the licenses from nintendo uh, from playstation or, or whoever which is what usually about two to three months they'd have probably had no more than about five months worth of actual development time. yeah um so that that was from um, our friend Mr. Mowbray. Uh, he'd sort of calculated that back and worked out how much time they really would have had. Five months is not enough time to do a console, you know, double or even triple, you know, triple or even but double. The only, game. the only thing you could probably do in that time is reskin Lyra. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, well, it's there. hilarious the way this conversation has has gone from the news has got to this. Because we're all outraged by Bobby and, uh, and Unity as well. I mean, we, we hit the topic of the week. We're all shaking our fists in anger in a British, uh, in a British fashion. Yeah. So we've hit the topic of the week by accident, and I'm glad we got there because the we topic have... of the week is how does you how do you captivate your players? How do you ignite the imagination and their interest? And clearly what what this game did did not do that <laughs> being although being used for memes but anyway um yeah you know, not what it was intended <laughs> you know so let, let's go around the virtual table uh on on the discussion point so you know um captivating players igniting their imagination and their interest with your game so the very first question really important very importantly linked to your game um do you guys do halloween <laughs> I love the way you delivered that. That was brilliant. 
Yeah, I've literally got like seven <laughs> boxes of um, sweets ready to go. Oh, wow. We usually get you're about in, in 34 trick-or-treaters. You actually do it. Now, so my, yeah. my, my friend, can I call you Social Moses? I absolutely love that, but I'll call you SoCal Moses. So, um, Moses, obviously you're in California. You clearly, you got, you do Halloween. It's like... An, oh, yeah. Yeah, Halloween's uh, every year... <laughs> must uh enjoy event for for us all month long actually it's like the whole month right you know on the very uh, oh yeah first of october all the games suddenly put their halloween content on you know so um so what do you guys before we get into the games let you got do, what's your favorite horror movie of this and last century so uh, of this century i really enjoyed uh, Halloween ends. Um, I, I just thought that scene was really cool um, to hopefully bring an end to that to that um, franchise movie. Yeah. But um, you know, it, it, and it, and it's twofold because there, there's another movie that I really like. But I'll, I'll, I'll I actually really enjoyed the original um, from you know the last century, which is it. Oh, and uh, you know, so th those two are classics for our family. Yeah. The Tim Curry version. No. That's yeah, it's, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's great. The TV, the, sorry, the TV um, uh, miniseries version. Oh, yeah. Right. Of it, that was really good. I'm Instead really of the remake. Wow. Yeah, I love that one. Wow. The original so, were amazing. Tim Curry so, is a brilliant actor, or was. Oh, Halloween. Oh, he's not, he's not oh no. <laughs> yeah, Halloween, the original, it was my favorite horror movie. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm old enough that I saw it when it first came out. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'm not the oldest on the. You're not the oldest on the call. <laughs> cheap orifice. No. Yeah. So, uh, Ryan, you got a favorite? You have a favorite uh, horror movie? Yeah, I do. Um, so mine's a little obscure because, you know, it's how people actually depict horror. Um, so I have two. Like, the first one is a film called The Audition. Um, really, really brutal film. If you haven't seen it, um, it's probably one to watch as a horror mm. film. Um, but it's more of a psychological horror. And when it comes to actual horror, I'd say the grittiness of Green Inferno. Green Inferno were literally banned in so many different countries. <laughs> Um, I don't think they're allowed to show it in Italy. <gasps> if I'm honest with you, that that's Green how. Inferno. Yeah, you get you get. Yeah, it's, messed up. it's about now, it's about cannibals. Yeah. Basically, like people get lost in a um, a rainforest, um, and they're basically hunted down by these cannibals. But yeah, I won't I won't get too far into it. But it's uh, it's a really good watch. But it is very very dark, and the fact that it's shot from like a um, like a gorilla. A gorilla sort of um, camera technique. You feel like you're actually there, like you could be one of the people who are, you know, in this unfortunate situation. And wow. um, oh, wow. but when it comes to like, you know, just like comedy horror, I guess it's going to be Trick or Treat with the different mini stories. Um, really good, really good show. Comedy horror, yeah. I mean, again, I'm showing my age. I was around when the, a movie called April Fool's Day came out. <laughs> A very long time ago you should have known by the title that it was actually a, it was actually a tongue-in-cheek I'll, I'll show my age too and um, the creep show when that came out originally yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. 
So, yeah, there we are. No, you're yeah, not my age. Yeah, there you go. Excellent. Well, look. Okay. Well, look. Okay, let's. Uh, we we've uh, we've sparked a bit of horror. It is Halloween. We have to ask the question. But let's talk about your actual games, guys. Let's talk about. Oh, Can no. I just very quickly. I don't want to. Just right. let I just talk about Yeah, I've uh, right. So the, uh, the do you do Halloween? I don't know whether anybody know, knows this of, of me at least. <clears throat> we go full out this year. We we started on. Sunday setting up the, the the garden, but every year we it's usually right on the day we build up. We've got like gravestones and we've got uh, well, my wife often sets up a uh, a butcher's table with lots of arms and legs and all sorts of stuff. And we've got like a hanging head, <coughs> which is an ex um, hairdresser's head. <laughs> you know, ex. Hold on, that came out wrong again. A practice head. No, um, no, no. You've said day. it already. Cool day. <laughs> Why are you practicing? This is Halloween. That's the wrong season. You got it. <laughs> so, um, I've I've shared in in the uh, in the group chat here uh, a link to the forum in on our Discord forum, and uh, I put a photo in there from last year. So, if anybody wants to have a look or share any photos of theirs, that'd be awesome. Um, this year, we've got a gallows. My wife's created wow so full wooden gallows with a skeleton hanging from it we've even got like a spooky selfie board that's, that's at the end of the garden so kids can come in and have photos taken there and, and all sorts but yeah last year we we try and be careful and it, i know it sounds um i don't know it's a uh, can't think of the right word but we try and make sure that each kid gets a, you know one suite right and we had, we'd already counted just to make sure we thought we'd got enough. But uh, last year, over 400 kids visited our Wow. House. See, I and, thought I were, I were um, bad with 30. You know, I'll have to give one the lolly and another one the stick. <laughs> we live in... We nearly got down to that. We live yeah. in a slightly higher-end area. And... Um, and so you know i the little the little bags of coke that we put out you know we we have we say you know only one bag per child please and um you know one like one guy like, took a kilo some of those suckers they take a few you know so anyway <laughs> well you are giving them something that's pretty damn well, boring so it's, well. it's, it's all good <laughs> Oh, <laughs> they'll keep coming back for more, though. Yeah, I know, yeah. and then terrible. the parents will be dressing up no, too. No, it's great because then, <laughs> then when we start selling it, we've you know we've got our audience. We're ready for it. So, oh, I forgot this is being recorded. <laughs> um, uh, please strike that out. Anyway, we should probably talk about the games. We're going on for forty minutes chatting, which is great, which I love. But um, you know, it's Halloween. You know, it's Halloween. Yeah. I know, I know. You know, so you know, we invite these guys on to tell the talk about their games and then we we talk about other things but that's fine this is the this is the nature of throne of games we can do what we want no um <laughs> oh, i i can hold on we're still setting up apparently we've got a couple of old doors which have got big red letters of keep out and stuff we we're just just see my wife carrying one across the garden <laughs> <laughs> to cover the next door neighbor's door you definitely door. have to send uh, you gotta just, send a few uh, pictures on there Oh yeah! Oh, I will. We've also got uh, we're going to have two smoke machines tonight. As well. Oh, that is just hilarious! Is hilarious. I just hope it yeah, doesn't I rain. I don't know about you guys, but do you want to get some people up from the audience as well, just so they can ask some questions? Um, yeah, it might be worth it. So, if anyone wants to come up, just uh, throw an emoji and then throw your hand up. 
Um, and we'll bring you up on stage just to chat. <laughs> you know, it's Halloween spirit at the end of the day, so <laughs> absolutely. We we talk about the games, but um, you know, it's more about the community to be honest with you. So anyone who wants to come up, just you know, come hang. Yeah, it's all good. Definitely. And anyone who wants to be a game developer or train, check out Utopian Game Labs. Um, they do have courses there. So if you do want to get into this career um, and join us, lot you know, it could happen. Yeah. Um, UGLA. Yeah. Dot UK. UGLA.UK. That's pretty easy, guys. So that's where you sell, sell, uh, <laughs> Oh, we never noticed that. So <laughs> apart from zombies grabbing you as you walk past, what are other ways that you can grab and engage your players, guys? So Armorex, what are you guys doing to to get people in? Oh man, we just released it today actually. We've um We've made fully customizable NFTs. So the the NFTs or digital collectibles, however you want to call yeah. them, um, they're owned by the player. So you can make your own story up. You know, how did your hero become how he is? Um, we also started releasing the squad leaders. So when we first opened Discord, we had about, I think it was 10,000 people yeah. in the Discord originally. Because um, there's always the mint hype. You know, that's just how it is. It's, um, and to be honest with you, I'm really proud of the community we've built. Um, again, I can see a lot of people from our community in the audience. Um, I know they're going to throw hands now, just so you know who they are. Um, but yeah, it's literally a case of build with the community. So RuneScape does a really good job of doing polls. Um, and these polls are basically how people can communicate directly with the developers. Because a developer has a certain roadmap and you only have so much time to do each individual bit. Um, so that's why some games feel a little bit rushed, to be honest with you. But we can always go back and polish. But the thing is, you want to get the core loop, core game loop, and the core mechanics into the game as soon as you can. Um, but then you can tweak the finer details. You know, someone might come back and they'll say, the the great so combo should be four hits, not three hits. And then they could vote on that to make that change. Just little tweaks and changes. Or if they wanted mounts in the game, they could add mounts to the game. Um, if they want pets, they could add pets. Um, we are working on a few a few crazy stuff at the moment, but I don't want to give too much away. Um, but yeah, we've introduced a NFT wardrobe system. So basically, your NFT is now like a builder bear. For people who don't know what builder bear is, I'm assuming they've got them in America yep. as well. Um, you can literally go in and you can customize your bear however you want it. It's same with these digital assets. So you take your survivor or your frog, um, and basically you can cover it in a suit of armor. So the first 10 armors are going to be built by Armor X, which are the in-house armors, which will be the 2D context. But the 2D will be converted to 3D in the future through votes. So we might see a player-created armor becoming the first season armor for the arena. So this is a really exciting thing because we can basically help people and reward them for this kind of contribution. Um, so if you created the PvP armor that became season one, and we had people claiming at season one, you know, you would you would get something back from that. Um, this is not a rev share distribution model or anything like that. You know, there's there's a lot of legal terms with rev share, um, but it means that we open up our community to actually become not only players and investors, but also become part of the community as well. Yeah. You know, you might want to build your own castle in the future and have like everyone visit your your particular castle. Um, or maybe it's a party hub where everyone parties at your castle uh, or your world, your space. 
But yeah, I'm, I'm giving too much away. Take it off me. Yeah, man. all right. Well, Take well, it. Let's, let's, Take let's it. invite Moses to answer the same question. So, so guys, how are, so how are you grabbing your community? How are you engaging? How are you getting them to engage with the game? Well, that's easy, guys. We have the most beautiful 3D and 2D NFTs you've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm biased, but no, you know, we, we get the attention and are grabbing the engagement and the desirability of our players uh, through prizes. You know, we, we want our players to have fun playing the game that, you know, we provide um, for them to play with and be able to utilize it to make the most out of their investment strategy that they want with Web 2 and Web 3 um, in you know, cryptocurrency. So, you know, we have a game where you can own a 3D NFT and it's going to give you uh, better perks, better percentages for earning, you know, coins, uh, in-game coins within our runner game. And then we also have our 2D NFTs that for each 2D NFT you own, you start stacking extra um, perks in terms of percentage of bonus coins that you can get. So all of it ties together where you can start owning your assets. And, and these assets, whether they're 2D or 3D NFTs, they're going to multiply the amount of coins that you earn and you receive uh, as a bonus for each game that you play. And at the end, you can swap those uh, in-game coins for shop coins. And you can, you know, we, we have our shop that will be filled with cool prizes, you know, similar to, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Dave & Buster's, you know, the adult yeah, Chuck oh, yeah. E. Cheese. Um, so it, it's where you can get some really cool, juicy, you know, prizes that are not just going to be in-house but we're also, you know, going to be featuring um, prizes from, you know, partners that we collaborate yeah. with. And so it, it's great for the players to say, hey, cool, here's a game. I can I can I can start it for yeah. free because you don't necessarily have to pay anything to um, to start the game. But then if you want to increase your chances and your odds and, and you know, be able to get the most out of, you know, what you're receiving you know, you want to start getting your assets and, and those assets, you know, right now, like with the 3D NFTs, you, you can use it for the runner game as a bonus, as well as stake it for BNB rewards. Um, you know, so you, you double dip, you know, you, so there's a whole strategy that you can use. And, and the, the way we draw in our, our players and in our community is, you know, by them knowing that they have different avenues that they can approach this game with to utilize it and, and get the most out of it for their own personal strategy and, you know, reward system that they, that fulfills them. Yeah. Cool. Well, you know, both of you seem to be talking about a, a few, you got a few similar crossovers, which is great. You know, um, I, you know, I, I, I love the um, bringing the users, giving them a vested interest Um you know, it's, it's just, uh, I think that if you bring the player in and get them involved and get them caring about what they're making and then, then 
they've got more they've got this sense of ownership like it's not just you own it but like they have a they have the feeling of ownership which i think then changes the way they perceive the game because they feel like they're a part of it they they care about it well they yeah there's a there's a pride there's a pride in you know owning your your assets that you can put into a game and you know you have that that ownership of the of the 2d and 3d nft and you have the pride of saying hey this is my you know micro pet 3d nft and these are my micro pet 2d nfts and all of these you know assets together are making me oh no being able to um sorry i had a, a phone call come in <laughs> um uh, all right we lost yeah. just said but uh so we've got, got the 2D and 3D assets, and they're making me, and that is literally where you dropped yeah. off. Like we're all on the edge of our seats. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sorry. But right. so, so, yeah, they, they all combined for, for a fun experience because we have um, our utility, uh, which is part of our, our D app, which is our magic chest. And, I mean, if you, depending on how many, you know, if you own 20 2D NFTs, for instance, you get to join or gain access to um, our uh, Diamond Pet Collector Vault where you actually, we have, we're going to be giving away every month three one BMB prizes in a raffle system um, for everybody that, you know, trades in their coins for a raffle ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's, it's a huge incentive because, you know, people have fun playing the game. They already own their assets. They have that pride and ownership there. And then they're using that at a chance to gain real, you know, monetary value in terms of, you know, BNB or in terms of, you know, tokens or in terms of, you know, even uh, partner collaborations from other projects that, you know, are, are intriguing and desirable. And so it's just, it, it, it's a full circle. Everything comes around and, you know, we just want everybody to have a fun, fun time, you know, getting to uh, enjoy, you know, the experience of, of playing and being part of our ecosystem. Yeah, that's excellent. Excellent. So, um, um, where else uh, do we go from here? Um, I, I had some, we have some other questions. We, we do have a script. I'm sure we do, but, you know, we're, yeah. we're a bit off that at the moment. We, we, we've, we've. Well, to be fair, I, I took it to this point and I, I did even say we should be able to go freeform from here. And, and we have. And we've done freeform all the way up we've to here. We've done freeform all the way up to here. I mean, it's such a great show. Um, all right. Yeah, I mean, so so I guess from our perspective, actually, here, here's a question. So are either of you, and I think I, I know the answer from Ryan at least, um, using uh other tools like galaxy or Subber, or have used them to to get to engage the community to get to the point where you're at now do, do ryan then do moses yeah 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 definitely you know the first thing we can really do with these kind of platforms is we can grow through community cross collaboration um sub is a really good example of that um it basically allows you to speak to other communities directly and other community leaders um, and basically find synergies, you know, what, what works together, how you can help each other as a solution. Um, because people don't realize, you know, there's no rivals in Web3. There's different projects 
with different um different alignment but you know we're we're all working on the same chain like if our nfts pump solana pumps if solana pumps the nft pump um it's all the same it's same with every network you know polygon if polygon does some traffic then you know that that kind of makes things pump but then you've got the zk as well so the zero knowledge um chains as well which is starting to come into play and all this will just unite the networks together like evm is literally the greatest technology of our time um it just basically helps unite all the blockchains you know why can't you go into um starbucks and not only just pay with money you can pay with a starbucks card as well you know what's stopping that for blockchain why do you have to if you've ever done it bridge ethereum to a different blockchain then you bridge that over to another blockchain it's really tedious so what evm does is it basically puts another layer on top to make everything simple and easier so if you want to swap ethereum to solana you can use an evm to do that um or an svm sevm which is basically solana's own evm um yeah there's just some crazy tech that's coming out at the moment like people are finding solutions to problems they didn't know they had until they actually try doing it. Like when D-Gods migrated from Polygon um, over to Ethereum, uh, sorry, from Solana over to Ethereum, um, obviously everyone were like, right, okay, how do I do it? And then the bridge were invented, so D-Gods opened a bridge. And no one needed, no one knew they needed that technology until it was created. And that's what people do because there's so many developers. I think Ethereum's got the most developers in the space. Um, from my um, recent knowledge, I think Solana has around 75 developers. There's more than that, but I think there were 75 at Breakpoint. Um, for those who don't know, Breakpoint is a big Solana event. Uh, it's in Amsterdam at the moment. Um, but yeah, they're just finding solutions for problems we didn't know we had. Um, and that's what it is. It's technology and innovation. You know, There are so many game studios out there who do not leverage web-free technology. And I don't know why, you know, we've, we've seen the crashes recently. We've had Rocket League um, strip player marketplaces. Um, they were not wrong on that. Someone said, what happens next? Are you going to start charging for the ball? Um, and then we had the other thing as well with Call of Duty, where they said that all legacy NFTs, uh, all legacy um, characters and skins have been pulled as well. And people are in outrage, but there's nothing you can do about it. You know, there's billions of global economy lost overnight. And there's literally nothing you can do. Yeah, that's it. Other than owning the license, you don't have a say. It's the same with, like, games like Sims. If you think about Sims and an EA model, you know, the base game comes out. It's free. It's marketed free on the store, which is true. The game is free. But to get the best experience, you need all the expansions. Like, imagine if World of Warcraft charged for every single expansion, which they do, but from an NFT perspective or a digital asset perspective, if you own that NFT, you own a pass to that metaverse for as long as you own that NFT. So that's why I'm bullish on you know Web3 in general, really. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that player ownership means that you truly own your assets. Yeah, yeah, it, and, and it means something as well. It's, it's more than just, as you say, it's more than just buying a copy of a game, which really, on any game, Okay, if you've got a physical copy of something, it's slightly different. But certainly, if you bought a game off the PlayStation website or Steam, really, you're just leasing it. Because they could just take it away. You wouldn't be able to reinstall it again later. Mm. Yeah. What do you think, Moses? 
Well, you know, that, that you guys actually, you know, touched it or are nailing it because especially right now during a bear market, what's been really cool to see around is how many projects are coming together and networking in the Web3 space. And, you know, we're, we're starting to, to filter out all the bad seeds and we're starting to unite and find all the good projects, you know, projects that are docs, projects that are ethical and moral and everybody. And those projects are, are sticking around because they have strong communities already, um, you know, that, that are carrying, you know, and following the, you know, their projects, you know, into the, the next bull cycle. And so right now it's been a lot of building. And so, you know, a lot of these, you know, extra platforms that help bring awareness to, you know, the projects and the games that are being built and, and share communities and, and, and join and fuse communities together. It's, it's really cool to see it. And, and it's really neat that I've witnessed that, you know, in, in the time that I've been, you know, um, you know, within the cryptocurrency web two, web three realm, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's really neat, you know, just to, to be able to find, make new friends and, and partnerships and collaborations and learn from one another, you know, all, I'm like, I, I used oh, to be a, a gamer geek back in, I mean, I'm dating myself now, to back in 2005, you know, uh, when you guys were talking about Resident Evil, I was like, oh, shit, I was remembering like Ada and Sadler, you know, and just, you know, just diving into and getting lost in that in that game. Um, and, you know, it's just, you know, as time goes on and, you know, you know, life happens, you know, time just gets shorter and shorter. So. You know, I would love to get back to to a point where I can, you know, start enjoying games like that again. Yeah. Um, you know, even Fallout. You know, those, those types of games are just—I mean, to me, that's what captures my my interest a lot. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so it's it's just cool to 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 how many platforms are coming around, um, and you know, we've been doing you know research into you know like uh, etc. So you know, we we want to take advantage of you know keep networking and, and finding those places to to just get you know micro pets in front of everybody to be able to say hey here's a legit good project that is fun it has a game has you know utility and a huge eco- ecosystem so it, it's it's great to to be able to collaborate and, and find those platforms yeah 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 you know i i think um you know so many people uh, so many people are used to um having to pay for everything that a lot of developers who started from old school um, view people approaching them with new tools as um, they're being hard sold. And so I think walls go up and breaks go up like, Oh, he's trying to sell me something. I don't know if I want to buy it. I don't know. I don't know if we have the money for it. I don't know. But when actually everybody is like building these things and it's more about like, user acquisition so it's more about a mass adoption of tools which you know um and kind of a future payout which is you know one really interesting thing about blockchain and crypto is not always you know the payout's not always immediate you know you have to be in it long haul and so a lot of these tools that help get your game out there you know i've been i've been asking you know you know how how do you get remunerated and they're like well you know you know for the first 200,000 players. No, it's fine. Just use it. And like after that, 
then you know we'll start to get a small percentage of of your transaction fees i'm just like that is so fair you know because i know how much it costs to, to create software i've been in software for a long time right and um i know how much it costs to create it so like just the attitude of sharing and the attitude towards money is just so different in general and anyway you know you know john had asked you know why why are you guys using these things and and ryan you had mentioned you know you don't understand why some developers are the way they are with regards to to um, adopting software that's already out there instead of thinking that they have to make it themselves you know so um, I just wanted to put that two cents in as somebody who's been in the games industry for as long as I have been, you know, that's probably why um, there hasn't been mass adoption sometimes. But yeah, at the same time, I really do see, I see it coming because I do see blockchain changing the landscape. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know. Yeah. And it's hopefully it's not going to be sort of glacial change, but as, as, has been sort of alluded to before there is a there's still a stigma behind web3 blockchain nfts token i i was fear of rug pull fear of um pyramid schemes etc etc and, and that's always going to be understandable but the thing the thing that's got to change and i think matt you're probably about to say it to mm. be honest um is when we get to a point where actually we're not even calling it Web3 anymore. In fact, Ryan, you even refer to NFTs as digital assets, which yeah, we, which is kind of where we've been tr trying to head towards as well. It, yeah, sure. it, it's a, it is a digital asset. It's, you know, it's a collectible. It's or, or not. You know, if there's an abundance of, of particular items that are that are NFTs or digital assets, well, they don't necessarily have to be a collectible. It could be a consumable. Um, but the point is, is when we get to the point where the wallet is just part of your, I don't know, your, your Google account or, or whatever. Um, We're already at it, that stage, John, to be honest. I, I know. And, and it's, and it's still, still going to get past that signal. Yeah. But you're still going to get past that stick because the people are, always, are still going to go, well, hold on. That's, that's the NFT or that's a wallet or, or, you know, you're using crypto token. I don't want to do that. Well, that's, that's fine, but it's going to become more and more invisible. Um, I think it was, I think it was Matt, or or might have even been uh, a conversation I had with Anthony before, um, where we're talking about. Well, it's it's not that long ago where we were talking about using the modem to dial up, and you'd literally have to sit there and plug in the number you've got to dial up for your, I don't know, AOL or whoever's doing your um, internet providing. Well, now you just plug in your internet cable or your Wi-Fi code, and in fact, most of the time, you just log onto your laptop or your phone. And you're already there. Oh, so, the good old 56KB modem. Oh, yeah. I yeah. remember the days. The chicken oh. noise. I loved it. They were the best. And then your mum picked up the phone. <laughs> yeah, 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 then it was all stop. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> 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 but we don't hear those anymore. No, so imagine I'm hearing... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... I'm changing my... Uh, I'm going to change all my incoming phone call messages uh sound effects on discord and, and whatsapp and telegram to that modem sound i think that'll be that'll be a nice little kickback anyway we've been going for well over an hour now and we probably need to wrap it up i don't know who's gonna be you've got a lot of loyal followers who are still listening totally guys we so appreciate you 
Brian, really appreciate you coming on. SoCal Moses, thank you so much for your take on everything. Um, so uh, you guys, MicroPets, uh, I'll do your bit for you, Moses, which is you can find them at micropets.io. And there's absolutely loads of information there. There's loads of links there where you can go to get your micro pet, where you can go to invest, where you can get where you can get the pets uh, uh, utility currency, utility token currency. Um, ArmorX, uh, Ryan, is it? It's Discord. Is that correct? Um, at the moment, the website still to come. Yeah, they can they can jump in Discord. Yeah, we've we've got the uh, main website, but. Um, we haven't created the full ArmorX experience yet. So, uh, yeah, we're just waiting for tools to get yeah, created. You don't to... It'll make sense once it gets created. We're waiting for an API to be uh, injected. Um, oh, one last thing. Um, so Seeker is in chat now still, uh, also known as Chris. Um, it was just going on about Star Citizen um, and how the topic that we've been discussing today would really benefit Star, uh, Star Citizen if they were actually using web free technology. So that that's one thing that bothered him. So I thought I'd just bring that up because, Ooh, you know, just a question from good you. Good one, actually. Yeah, really good. Yeah, I get, I get where he's coming from. Star Citizen's been, been sat in a, kind of a limbo of, of pre-release for, is it six years now or, or more? It's been a long time since they kicked off their, their, uh, their Kickstarter. Because you made absolute millions out of it. Mm. I say so. They, 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 sorry, they raised millions. Sorry, poor wording. <laughs> Although I think it was... <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I think you know where I'm going with that. Um, and of course, you know, it's a great concept. And I guess my, my gut feeling is that um, Star Atlas has kind of gone, gone the same. You know, use the same sort of concept and, and sort of run with it from a Web three side. And Starfield. There's so many and games. Starfield would as well, and Star yeah. Wars. And Star Wars. Any more Star games? There's so many Star games. Trek, Star Trek. <laughs> star this, Star um, that. Star, star game. Starlight, Star, star Bright, Star Gates. Star tonight. Starlight. Yeah. <laughs> Starlight Express. All the stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All stars. Um, no, but all, yeah. Super, Super Mario. Star. All stars, yeah. All stars. Okay. Uh, yeah, Sonic Superstars. Anyway, yes, yeah, yeah. Galaxies. Oh, no, no. That's, that's uh, different. Anyway, somewhere else. Um, uh, yeah, I was I was following the Mario route, um, the uh, yeah the Star Pass or whatever. Um, where were we? <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, yeah, there's there's lots of games that would really really benefit from. It. I mean, FIFA, for example, would have been amazing if if all your um, all your players are NFTs and tradable. Yeah. Let's face it; it wasn't far off that. And and my my uh, my nephew had the same sort of problem as um, uh, or same incident, should I say, as uh, as Matt, as your son did with uh, with uh, uh, the Counter Strike. Weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost everything. Oh, right. Lost everything. Had to start all over again. And those you know, a few hundred pounds worth of uh, of DLCs and um, not so much DLCs, but but. Um, uh, Loot box equivalents. I, I, unfortunately, FIFA's not my game, so I don't really uh, know how the, the the loot box system worked. But of course, it being EA, I imagine it was quite a typical loot box type uh, process. Yeah. Sorry, you can hear me moving around. I apologize. You're getting in the car to go to see the doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I am. I've, I've got to go. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, talk about on the go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you heard me go outside. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> At least it was outside, not to the toilet. Yeah, it's true. No, I had a trick or treater. I had to. I, I, my candy's not out yet. I had to scare them away. So it's all right. They're coming around already. Yeah, of course. School lets out. Yeah. Clock's changed. Well, he's no, got I'm the good joking. stuff. He's already said that he's putting out the bags. Yeah. So. yeah. They're going to come early, aren't they? <laughs> coming from the crack. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's all good. Oh, but all it good. won't be long here either. Normally they start around four o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. School's letting out. So, you know. Well, uh, it's half term here. Oh, so the now we're already that. off. No, we did that last week. So. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 All good. Well, yeah, so anyway. the kids are going to start soon. Yeah. Uh, last year, it absolutely hammered down with rain. Um, and, and still, they still came though, right? And they still came. We had queues of kids. We yeah, we actually had kids queuing up along the pavement outside our outside of our front door. That's so it was, fun. Oh That's man, so fun. Dedicated. <laughs> so anyway, guys, I know. Look, we we got to wrap up. Thank you guys so much. It was like it was such a great just conversation, um, and so. You know, everybody, but thank you guys so much for joining us on Throwing Games. And, uh, you know, we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Um, as always, you know, please go check out Time Raiders. We have a contest on at the moment, which is still going on for a few days, which is create either a zombie or an anti-zombie weapon to be used. The winner is going to, we're going to get it used in the game. So send in your artwork and... And uh, you still got a chance to win. Got a few more days. Hang on, gotta kiss the wife. Bye. Love you. And uh, <laughs> and you can find our sponsor, Time Raiders, at Linktree Time Raiders. Micropets is micropets.io. If you want to get involved with ArmorX, get onto Discord and search for ArmorX, and you can find them there. Guys, Throne of Games, we so appreciate you. Make sure you subscribe to Throne of Games to the podcast. Um, if you can't make it live, subscribe to the podcast. We're on all the major platforms, including Splitcha Sides. Well, I've, got, I've got a, a public apology to make. I haven't yeah. done a podcast version of last week's call, uh, uh, last week's show. That will be going up uh, uh, the next, next couple of days. John. Uh, I know. Oh, it's just been so much on and so much. Uh, uh, yeah, building to do outside the front of the house. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's taking priority. That's a good excuse. I mean, you made a whole a whole display for Halloween. So, you know, you win. Don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, guys, I'll, thank I'll you guys so photos. much. I'll be putting <laughs> photos up on the forum. So, yeah. uh, get in there. Have a look. Yeah, fantastic. Guys, for me, John, Tom, and the team, thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Moses. And we will see you guys next week. Have Evil a great Dead. Halloween. That was my choice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't die this Halloween, and we'll see you soon. Bye, guys. See you guys. Thanks. Cheers. Right. Thank Bye-bye. you, guys. Thank Bye. you. Not gonna hold me down no more